The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. 2010 was a phenomenal time for local music. The highest selling single of the year was You Got Me by Jay Williams featuring Scribe. And if you ignore Susan Boyle's album The Gift and Susan Boyle's album I Dreamed a Dream, Jen Wigmore's Holy Smoke was the highest selling album of the year. This was a year of naked and famous young blood, of Dane Rumble's Cruel, of Stan Walker's Little Black Box. But all of this pales in comparison to what would happen one idle Friday afternoon when a Christchurch band would wander into an after-school kids show and challenge everything we knew about music, television, and perhaps our very existence. Join us as we remember when a death metal band played on the Aaron Simpson Show. Welcome to Remember When. This is your weekly dose of pop culture nostalgia brought to you by The Real Pod. My name is Alex Casey and I'm joined today by someone who actually sits in the perfect intersection between Aaron Simpson gossip and local music knowledge. <laughs> Kia ora Duncan, great to have you here. <laughs> Kia ora Alex. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do feel like weirdly well qualified to comment on this for a change. I'm excited. I can't believe it has taken this long for Aaron Simpson to come up on this podcast. It's really shocking. <laughs> we're just, just completely invisible to us. <laughs> we were just saving it, but now we might be in our kind of Simpson era. Who knows? Like, there's a lot, there's a lot to get through. Um, before we go any further, uh, please, if you like New Zealand nostalgia and pop culture and talking about celebrities, subscribe to the Real Pod Extra, which is our Substack. It's just therealpod.substack.com. There is some incredible content being pumped out there. Would you agree, Duncan? Yeah, I think Samuel in particular, like he, he, it feels like a safe space for him to sort of just <laughs> let loose. And it's <laughs> the content is outstanding. Like the nights he's like, and he's going above and beyond. Like he went out very late at night mm. um, for content and had the had the greatest time. And the only way you could read about it was in that newsletter. Do you remember when we used to do that? God, I do. Going above I and do. beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so we are talking today about not just Aaron Simpson, but the Aaron Simpson show in this particular moment. I feel like we need some context here. I mean, Duncan, how old were you in 2010? Uh, I was 30. Okay, so you were perhaps not watching after school children's television. Well, no, but I, I actually did appear on the Aaron Simpson show, which is a, a fun fact I only remembered when doing research for this. Wow, um, what were you doing? I was I was editing Real Groove magazine uh, until I think 2009, so I must have been very early in the Aaron Simpson show. And they had a roving reporter by the name of Ruby Frost, 
also of reality TV yeah. fame. Um, and yeah, she came and interviewed me at, at Real Groove about music magazines or some some such, and it was it was really cute. It was a great little package, actually. You know, like, and that's why I, you know I think these shows they're like great training grounds for reporters. They sort of help kids sort of understand the world. They do like a sort of slightly junior, you know, S Club Juniors version of um, of uh, TV, and it, and you know, hence every so often something extraordinary happens, like. Uh, <laughs> like what we're about to discuss. Because it's the sheer volume of it, right? So the Erin Simpson show was produced out of Christchurch from White Bay. It was every weekday at 4.30 and they would have live music often, so many guests, so many things. Um, I mean, that slot in particular, we think about like WNTV came before it, the Adam and Eve show came after. The Erin Simpson show ran for four years, 770 episodes. That is it's like... so much TV. That is crazy from our Erin, like... OBE, you know? Yeah. Also, the, another thing that I'd forgotten about it, that theme tune is unbelievably good. It's Like, I'm surprised that rocking. wasn't one of the biggest singles of 2010. I know. I know. And that's local music too, isn't it? Um, we've actually got a clip, if you are not familiar with the theme tune, which I'm sure you will once we play this. Um, let's just reacquaint ourselves. Come on, come on, give me what you got. Please welcome our guest band for today, Blindfolded and Led to the Woods. And welcome along to the show. Different sound to you guys, isn't it? Yep. Technical death metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, we have this rockin' theme tune that we're used to hearing every single day. And then on one particular Friday afternoon, it was a Friday before the holidays, so, you know, all the kids would have been at home excited. The theme tune just kind of becomes... Death metal, really quickly, and we are introduced to a band called Blindfolded and Led into the Woods. Very kid friendly, I think we could all agree. <laughs> oh, extremely. Um, but like weirdly, because you're 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 sort of you see the name death metal like as a genre, and you just assume oh, it's probably not super kid friendly, and you assume that it will almost at least in my, to my mind that it will sound worse than it actually sounds. Like I was kind of pleasantly surprised by how like melodic and accessible. Well, once you get past the fact that the, the singing is a particularly narrow and specific style, <laughs> I was like, this kind of bangs. You love that. So do you have any previous history with technical death metal in your, in your music criticism? I've never reviewed it um, and never owned it or deliberately listened to it, but I'm I'm very aware of it, where it sits and that kind of panoply of kind of sub-genres of metal, okay. you know. Um, 
so it wasn't unexpected sonically, uh, but it just just not and it, like it's a it's a really vibrant form. It's got like a decades deep history, a lot of kind of Norwegian stuff, which did get quite unchristian like. There were some like famous church burnings and so on that, that happened back in the day. Some some real life murders. But the um, but also like it's it's just a, it's a whole scene unto itself. It's just never ever supposed to be where be on the Aaron Simpson show. That's just really important to its um, its fundamental reality as a music. So it's a form of heavy rock music using lyrics preoccupied with death suffering and destruction is what I found on my uh, extensive research. And this particular band, who uh, have, have well, I mean, we'll get on to their, their success following this appearance later. They are still together. They are still releasing music. Very, you know, this was probably quite early on in their career. They had songs including titles like Meth Tooth. Hallucinative terror and funeral smiles. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so they're live in the studio. Um, I mean, I think it seems like the live acts on Aaron Simpson were there the entire episode, and Blindfold and Led into the Woods were no exception. So we, we kind of opened with them, this little aside, technical death metal. Um, but they did not... Leave. Like they are there for this entire episode. Um, and what it led to was some amazing chat between, <laughs> between our gracious host, Erin. And Tim, we need to be clear here. We are an Erin Simpson house. The real pod is an Erin Simpson fan account, basically, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extremely, extremely. We've we followed her whole journey from basically host of the show to a married mother influencer to the nation you know she 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 fused with a with a bachelor which is kind of you know really is the the origin story of of this podcast you know she she if you were to pick one celebrity other than Mike Puru to to some symbolize us and sum us up it would be Aaron Simpson it would be our Aaron and so there's a little clip here of um some of the chat that she had in the studio with this Christchurch metal band blindfolded and led into the woods Oh, that's right. Give it up for our guest band today. My hair's going everywhere from all the hair banging, blindfolded and led to the woods. Now, boys, there's a bit of a story because we hear you uh, practicing every night when we leave work over in the storage shed. So what are you practicing for? Uh, we're practicing for an uh, up-and-coming gig. Uh, it's happening tomorrow night. Uh, we're opening for an Australian band called Akaname. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. It's the mic you're hitting, so you're not singing anymore. <laughs> members, isn't there six? Yeah, there's usually six, but um, unfortunately one of our band members fell off a roof and has broken both his legs. So uh, he couldn't make it here today. Oh, our thoughts are with you though. Hey, so if we can't make any of your gigs, where can we catch you? You can check us out on Facebook. Just search Blindfold and Lead to the Woods and you'll come across our page. You can watch our videos and stuff. Great. Well, thank you for being here today. And Facebook, good for the holidays. Also good for the holidays, arts and crafts. I mean... <laughs> That is oh. a professional. To make <laughs> the, the link. Segway. The segue. The Facebook, good for the holidays. Speaking <laughs> of the holidays, arts and crafts. This woman is Incredible. unparalleled. <laughs> that interview is just so great. Like, I really love the, the opening question, what are you practicing for? Which can be read so many ways. One of which is like, why? Just like a big this. <laughs> I'm not sure we need it. 
or you're already perfect. Like, <laughs> don't even bother. It's such a funny opener. And then when the it turns out like the most metal thing that's ever happened has happened. The guy fell off a roof and broke both broke his legs. He's like, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts like, with does you. not enjoy yeah. the response at all. And we've got Aaron. a gig. We've got a gig tomorrow. We're opening for Akaname. And like, <laughs> also, this is not a live broadcast. This came out a week later. And also, these kids are like eight. They're not going to Akaname. <laughs> Yeah, their parents are, like, concerned enough that they were exposed to death metal. They're not, like, sending them, <laughs> them out into the night <laughs> saying, I hope you come back after being blindfolded and led to the woods. I remember. So I, like, this came back into my consciousness in, in 2018, and I tried to kind of delve back into it. I interviewed Erin. I interviewed some of the lads about it because I was just like, how did this happen? And she does allude to it in that, in that interview that... um. They were literally just practicing next door, you know, for a long time, and they always thought oh, maybe we should, maybe we should uh, bring them in. She knew that they were called blindfolded and led to the woods, but she thought it was sort of like a, like a picnic thing. <laughs> it tells you so much about the the world of the Aaron Simpson show, right? That you would get it, hear a name like that and be like, oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the marmalade, <laughs> but she was also like. She said that she remembers feeling instantly very kind of self-conscious that they had walked into what she describes as a rainbow-bright hell, <laughs> which is the Aaron Simpson show set, and you've got these lads, five, normally six, of course, our thoughts are still with you, um, <laughs> who suddenly are, like, very out of place. Not that you would know it. I mean, if you watch that performance stuff, the kids, the kids are giving it hell. There's, like, a they circle pit in there. <laughs> it's all just music. <laughs> And Aaron, of course, is doing quite a lot of head banging. Um, yeah, so they described in the story, they're both kind of in the standoff where they're both feeling a lot of kind of crippling doubt. <laughs> you know, Aaron and the producers who brought them in, the band who are kind of like, is this okay? Like, are we allowed to be doing this? But they maintain they were very insistent the entire time. We are a technical death metal band. They could not have said it more. Um, and then Aaron Simpson just came to the conclusion that they were like, our show is all about supporting young New Zealanders with a passion and a goal and people who are working hard. And that's, you know, Blindfold and Led to the Woods are working really hard. Honestly, I, 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 no notes. It, it, was, <laughs> it, it was a perfect moment of New Zealand pop culture and we should have a lot more like it, you know? Like, it, it was funny, like, I quite frequently listen to, it's a bit of a tangent, but listen to, like, RNZ, and there's such a specific, quite narrow range of music that you ever hear on there that, that excludes purposefully whole words, worlds because it's not meant to be there. Mm. But if a technical death metal band can play on the freaking Aaron Simpson show, maybe we just aren't any of us trying hard enough and t testing the limits of the possible because you put that on there and that... That's surely the most memorable thing to ever happen on that show, maybe on any kid's show anywhere in the world at any point in human history. And it rolls. It absolutely rolls. And this band, I mean, they were just there having fun. They were convinced they were going to get cut out. Although, you know, as we've seen, they threaded through the entire episode. It would be pretty they're, hard they're to hard cover cut. that up. <laughs> quite a short episode. <laughs> we'll just play, like, elevator music over it. Um, <laughs> so the, a week later, after they recorded it, the, the episode aired and... The band immediately asked for a copy of it on DVD. Um, they cut together the supercut, which we have now, you know, made a smaller supercut of, and put it on YouTube, titled Technical Death Metal Band on a Kids TV Show. 
It went, I mean, for technical death metal in that world, I think it went pretty viral. It's now got 575,000 views. Um, and they kind of became famous in the scene from it. Well, like, and that's that's the point. Like, that's what the show was there to do, right? Is promote that's young New dream. Zealanders. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, they talk about, you know, in your story about playing shows years later and international, like, like, Belgian bands have, have heard of them. They're notorious as a result of it. That's you know, right. I think that 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 is it's it's just a gorgeous little episode. I yeah, I also like you know, and they're still around. Like I I um like looked them up and uh, as we were prepping and noticed that they've they've still got sponsored advertisements for their show at Ding Dong Lounge at the start of last year. So you know that's it's very metal to be still advertising a show from eighteen months ago. <laughs> <laughs> That band, that Belgian band, was um, aborted that they opened for. <laughs> just, just so we're clear on that, <laughs> which could mean anything, you know. <laughs> That's <to> right. Say. <laughs> and they also said, which I thought was really sweet, that some of the kids, those little kids that were moshing and maybe crying, you know, in that <laughs> in that little pit, are now old enough to come to their shows and they've actually got a few fans who have come up to them and pointed out, you know, their little moshing, like their little moshing bods back in 20, 2010. So Erin Simpson's show, death metal hotbed, you know, that's, that's where it all started. Who knew? It's amazing for them, but we also need to talk a little bit about what happened to Erin Simpson after this show because she just, as well, you kind well, of alluded can we just to. Bef- before we leave the, the show, I just want to point out one last really, really oh, great thing that happens. So so at the end, like, so Aaron Simpson, I reckon, looks knackered yeah. while this is happening. Like, you can sense the weight of the hundreds of shows that have been and the hundreds of shows that will come and the absolute chaos of managing. Managing any kind of daily show is a lot. Managing a show that's like basically seemingly staffed and built by children, very difficult, very difficult. And she has this... She's t- she talks about this Kia Caravan road trip. It's early sponsored content, I assume. Talks about going to Tokoroa, Tauranga, Taupo, Cambridge, and Tauranga. And she's so stoked to remember the fifth name, and it's also the second name. But, you know, it just it just felt like that this little moment that just, just sums up just what a hard life it is trying to hold that thing together. She'd also been moshing incredibly hard. You know what that does to your brain? Oh, totally. She probably, you know, like she'd have been... You know, gone for a, uh, a what do they call it? <laughs> like a, a concussion test in a, in a sport? <laughs> yeah, an HIA. That's that's right. I hear uh, in a sporting context. Like she, 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 her bell is ringing. <laughs> There's also a great bit at the end of the episode. I'm sorry, I hear. I don't know if we have a clip of this prepared. Um, just after she does that spiel, where they all do kind of a dance. They do a rehearsed dance to the Aaron Simpson theme show, theme tune including the members of Blindfolded and Land to the Woods, who I think have been blindfolded and led to the stage because they do not <laughs> seem to know what they are doing. No, sir. <laughs> but they just are giving it a good crack, and I just love it. Like, what a melting pot. They're like... And this yeah, is pretty tiktok Like, no one had any reason to dance in 2010, you know? It was just like... It was, it was not part of the culture. <laughs> Uh, but it is that it is just pure monoculture. You just have to get all in the same place and figure it out together. <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. That's what the whole show is about, to be honest. And so the Aaron Simpson show, after this moment, survived and thrived for three more years. Um, 2013, it ended and made way for the 4.30 show, which would become the Adam and Eve show. Our Aaron went on to host Red Carpet TV, you know, which we all know and love, which was a I crucial 
crucial vehicle for getting her to the red carpet of the New Zealand Music Awards in 2017, where she would lock eyes and have a brief flirtatious interview with then Bachelor Zach Frannick. That was when they fell in love. That was when they fell in love. Like on TV while she was on the job. I was trying to find a clip of it because I'm sure it's been shared. Maybe she shared it herself and did kind of like a slow-mo cut of the first time she kind of laughs at his joke or something on that carpet. Um, I could not find it. Maybe this was something I have dreamt. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible. Um, But that was November 2017. And then by February 2018, confirmed that they were dating. A year later, they were engaged. Six months later, they were married, exchanging wedding rings that had been 3D printed by cruel artist Dane Rumble. That's the circle of life. You know, <laughs> it really is. That's our country at its at its best. It's just amazing. And meanwhile, blindfolded and led to the woods, we're not asked to play at the wedding. Strangely, catch them at catch them at the Ding Dong Lounge that started last year. Three full length studio albums since this television debut. You know, they do say that they still have a tumultuous relationship with the clip. On the one hand, it's given them some fame, um, but then they started to kind of hate it. But they sort of said to me they've realised it's never going to die, so they just want to embrace it. Um, I think they've extended a VIP, you know, a lifelong invite to their shows to Aaron Simpson <laughs> and Zach, and they are sadly yet to show, but anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's exactly the message that you get from this whole episode, really. They said their mission is simple. They want to make Aaron Simpson the most death... <laughs> okay. Mission, I reckon okay. you might be the least death metal celebrity, Alex. Okay, this time. Don't okay. Even say it. Okay. They said their mission is simple now. They just want to make Aaron Simpson. I can't do it. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, right? It's really yeah. simple. Okay. The mission is now simple. <laughs> they want to make Aaron Simpson the most death metal celebrity in New Zealand. What a goal. What a goal. And I reckon in some ways achieved, not just because of this, but you (laughs) may... It's because of the lack of competition, let's be honest. Like, there is not... Numbers two through 100 aren't great. (laughs) This is true. But do you recall, remember when Erin Simpson shared a packed lunch that her mum had made her? that set the internet alight, and I think we dedicated a whole emergency episode to, um, which contained two boiled eggs and one compartment of room temperature mayonnaise. (laughs) Nothing more death metal. I mean, that's cannibal corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's eggs two ways. That's like the temperature is crazy. The textures are wild. I think she achieved it in that moment, and I think... Job well done by all involved. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We just remembered when, didn't we? I just remembered when really hard. How long have we been talking? Is this, is, is this an episode? We did an episode. We did an episode. Just like Erin Simpson. Oh. Just, just like Blindfolded and Led to the Woods. 769 to go. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Please, please sign up to our Substack for more of this fantastic earth-shattering content and as always thank you for remembering with us let's let our guest act blindfolded and led to the woods play us out
Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.